hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number nine. Today I want to introduce the topic of the real road of breaking through chronic pain and persistent pain. Like, not the miracle, not the fantasy, but the everyday reality of what it takes and what the process looks like to break through chronic and persistent pain. Because in this day and age, we live in a world of so much fantasy all around us all the time, so much hyperbole all around us all the time. Get what you want now. Have what you want now. It only costs this much. You only have to do this much. It's so simple. It's so easy, right? You can have it. What do you want? You can have it. This is a world that we live in. We hear these messages. They seep into our psyche. And without awareness, we can easily become fooled into thinking that it's possible to have a miracle without realizing that what we're imagining is a miracle. (laughs) We think that it should be normal. We forget because we live in this, you know, world where we get all of these messages to be able to achieve, to have what we want so quickly, effortlessly, painlessly. It's so easy. Everybody's doing it. You can do it too. You can have it too. All you have to do is da 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 and boom, voila, life is perfect now. Except it's not, because we've all done that long enough to know. Yet our brains are still trained in some way to think, to, to expect, right? We have certain expectations. And when the circumstances or the results don't line up with what our expectations are, when it comes to chronic pain and persistent pain, it becomes very difficult to understand A, what is possible, and B, what are realistic expectations? And I want to address this topic because I talk a lot about what's possible and the results that I talk about that are possible defy perhaps a lot of your own personal experience or what the norm is. So I think both parts of this sort of this conversation are essential to have what's possible because without that view or that part of the conversation, there's no progress, right? If we're just in the current moment and not imagining, then where do we go from where we are? We just keep recreating our present or our past, We just keep recreating that over and over and over again. So we have to use that 
human capacity to imagine what's possible and to look at the data, to look around at the best examples, not just the norm, but look around at what people have been able to achieve and why, and then also look at the details of that process so that we have a full understanding of the scope and we're not just looking to the finishing line, like, oh, that's amazing over there, you know, however many days, hours, how much energy has been, an effort has been put into it becomes often invisible because we just see the finish line. So I think it's important to have that finish line in mind, but also be really clear about what it's like to, you know, walk the path put one foot in front of the other and what the day-by-day reality is, okay? And that's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to hold both at the same time. But I think what really helps myself and, and people to be able to do that is to just have this conversation. Okay, what is the reality? And let's, let's look at the, the true nature of this journey, When it comes to persistent and chronic pain, something that's been around for a while and the standard timeline is anything that lasts longer than three months. The reason we have that uh, timeline is because we know that the tissues of the body heals at about four to six weeks. So anything beyond that, we know that it's not really a matter of the tissue itself, but of something in the nervous system either a habit or a pattern or something going on at the level of the nervous system. And we know that it's not an issue of the tissue because we've had so much data that shows all of the the degeneration possible in people. Like you could, you know, I think I've said this before, scan 100 people over the age of 50 and you'll see all kinds of things going on in everybody's spine, but only some of those people will have pain. And that what shows up on scans doesn't correlate well with pain. So we know that chronic pain is something of the nervous system. It's not a problem in the actual physical body. So this is how we know that we can look to what's possible because the nervous system is plastic. And that's where so much human possibility lies to begin with in the adaptability, the flexibility of your nervous system. And that is also where we look to find out how change happens. How does the nervous system evolve, change, adapt? How does that happen and what does that look like? Because that is the process of breaking through chronic pain. It is breaking the habit that your nervous system is stuck in, that you're training your nervous system to um, learn that it doesn't need to send that signal all the time and sound the alarm bells in these ways. You are training your nervous system to react differently. And in some ways that's very simple in that we know how to do it. We know how it works, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't take effort. That doesn't mean that there aren't challenges and setbacks. 
Now, if you've listened to some of the earlier episodes of this podcast, you'll have heard some of the most effective techniques I talk about, especially sensation scanning, um, learning about emotions and how they affect the pain in your body and how to process those things. Those things are techniques that you learn and you develop over a period of time as you learn how to do them, as you learn what they are like and how they work for you in your unique body, in your unique situation. I want to invite you to consider your own life. Consider your childhood and think about a time in your childhood when you were learning how to do something for the first time. Think about what comes to mind. Something like tying your shoe, riding a bike, learning how to write, learning how to jump rope, learning a new song on an instrument or a new skill or a new sport. What can you think of in this vein? What comes to mind? And as you begin to consider this thing that you remember learning, do you remember that it was something that you had to learn over a course of time, that it's not something that you acquired immediately, but it's something that you had to practice. You had to try and fail. You had to try and fail again. You had to try hard. You had to let it go even when you wanted to be better at it right there and then. And then you might have had experiences where you got a bit better and then the next day it seemed to have gotten worse. You came back to the same activity and somehow you couldn't do it as well as the day before. And how frustrating that experience could be at times. So frustrating to not be able to do something that you want to be able to do right now, especially when your expectations are that you should be able to or that it's not progressing in a way that you think it should, right? Human learning is never a straight shot. There's always ups and downs and unexpected turns. And if you've ever tried to learn a new language, then you'll know that process very well that some days you just can't think of anything (laughs) that you knew. And then other days, it seems to flow. It seems to be easy. It seems to all come together. And then the next day, you're in the muck again, right? This is the day-to-day reality of human life. And it's the day-to-day reality of any venture that you take on because you're human. That is the nature of learning. That is the nature of becoming. Of becoming someone who can tie their shoe when the person who they were before could not. Of becoming someone who wakes up with a sense of confidence that they can deal with what the day has to bring. When before they were someone who would wake up 
with anxiety, concern, and fear about their capacity to deal with what the day might bring. Of becoming someone who can recognize sensations of pleasure, lightness, softness in their body when before they could not find those feelings at all. Of becoming someone who has learned for themselves what feels good in their life, in their body, and how to provide that for themselves when before they could not, they did not know. All they knew was what they didn't want, what didn't work, what was painful. What I'm describing to you is not a cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all, do this and you will feel that guaranteed. Nor is it a kind of always positive upward trajectory for every day forward, one day better than the next. It's just not the way life is. It just doesn't work like that. And of course, everybody knows that. This is the irony of it. We all know it, generally speaking, but when it comes down to the moment, we forget. In the moment, we get so down, we feel despair. We feel like it's not working. This isn't, this will never happen for me. And what we forget is the scope in those moments. We forget the scope and we forget the vision, and we forget to remember what's possible. We get stuck in the valleys. We get stuck in the moment, in the feeling of the struggle. That's why it's so important to hold both in your view at the same time. This is what I want. This is what I'm working towards. This reality is the day-to-day experience of what I have to understand and go through in order to learn what I need to know at the subconscious level and consciously. What I need to understand about myself in this situation in order to become the person with the body that I am training myself to be, that I am learning how to be. And when you give yourself that scope and also the grace to be a learner, that's when you can embrace the process. So the whole process of resolving chronic pain is a matter of training your nervous system. I said that before, and I'll just be really clear about that again. Training your nervous system is a matter of learning. Like literally learning at the subconscious and subconscious level. When you learn, think about learning a piece on the piano. You learn the notes, you learn the tune, you learn the rhythm at the conscious level. At a subconscious level, you have no idea how your body is making that happen. You do, your your nervous system is, you know, taking control of a huge portion of playing that piano piece 
on automatic control. You have no idea what's going on at that microscopic level, right? So you have conscious and subconscious learning. But if you approach a piano piece and you say to yourself, I can never learn how to do this. This is beyond my ability. It will always be beyond my ability. You will never practice. You will never give yourself the chance. You will cut yourself off from that possibility. If you are learning a piano piece, if you are learning, if you're in this process of your, with yourself of resolving chronic pain and you come to a setback, you experience a setback, you experience something that you didn't expect, you didn't anticipate, what's going on? And you think to yourself, I will always be like this. This will never work. This is, this is always going to be my experience. You cut yourself off from all the progress that you've made and all the progress that you can make. So don't make the mistake in the moment, in the, in the day-to-day process, in the lulls or in the dips. That's where the most powerful learning takes place because that's where you teach yourself how to move forward and have the kind of perspective that allows for you to be in those difficult places and not let go of that possibility that you desire, to hold your desire and to hold yourself in that place, in that challenge. You hold yourself. You acknowledge the challenge. You can feel it fully. Allow yourself to feel it. But don't buy into the narrative that you can't do it. Don't let that take over your desire. So it's so important to know that of course it's going to be hard at times. Of course things aren't going to be gravy, right? It's going to be sometimes empowering and exciting and other times it's going to suck. It's just going to suck and it's going to suck hard and you're going to hate it and you're going to have a lot of anger and you're going to have a lot of sadness and despair and the wonderful thing about that is that is exactly how it's supposed to be because that is exactly the most as I said potent moments to hold yourself in those moments of ultimate frustration and breathe and connect to your desire. That's how you get through. So I'm all about what's possible and the vision, but I'm also all about the reality and the day-to-day. So the other piece I want to point out here is pretty obvious, but it's important just to be clear that 
This is a process that you have to walk through. Your your nervous system has to go through this process, has to learn. Your conscious and subconscious mind have to go through the motions in order to understand or have build new experiences in the exact same way that if you are going to learn a new piano piece, you can have a great teacher and they can support you, but nobody can actually play the piece. You have to go through the motions of learning it with your hands, your fingers, your ears, your eyes, your body. One last thing I want to leave you with today. I don't want you to go away with the impression that this is all blood, sweat, and tears and just suffering, full of suffering. No, 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 no. That's what most of us think that we need, right? We need to suffer. Life is full of suffering. No, but in fact, it's the opposite. Life can be challenging, but that doesn't mean that we have to suffer. There are aspects of life that can be painful, But that doesn't mean that we have to suffer. We experience all kinds of emotions. We experience all kinds of challenges, physical, energetic, emotional, cognitive. But we can become the kind of person who can be in the presence of challenge, in the presence of pain, difficulty, and still connect to something deeper and clearer beyond that. And that is so empowering. That's so fulfilling and enriching and gratifying. You can't have life without pain, physical, emotional. We're humans. Things happen. But to have those experiences with a sense of something that you're moving towards something bigger, something deeper, something more than the lack that you experience in that moment. That's what makes it all worthwhile. We're not here to suffer. We're here to partake and experience all of the things. Self-growth may be challenging but it's very worthwhile. It's very gratifying. So go back in your memory to whatever it is that you learned as a child and tap into what the desire felt like to become the person who could, whatever it was that you were doing. What drove you to practice? What drove you to learn? And remember when learning was a time that, uh, learning a task or learning something, I remember learning how to read being not a, a laborious process, but something I enjoyed. I was excited by the idea of learning how to read. I was excited by what I was doing and how I was growing as a person. So look back into your own life and your own experience and that task activity that you learned as a child and can you feel into the details of what it was like to go through that process and acquire that new skill and become more mature more evolved progress how good that can feel 
how gratifying that can feel. And those are the kinds of feelings that not only you can experience, but that you want to lean into as you go through the learning process of rewiring your nervous system, retraining your nervous system to react differently, to express differently, to become something new. So lean into that feeling of what inspires you. Lean into that desire and use that as part of your toolkit to support you as you go through this process of change. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Have a wonderful week. I'll speak to you soon. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in this week. It is so lovely to have you here. Couple of things, if you haven't yet, please take advantage of our free self-assessment for mind-body pain. You can find that at www.movetonourish.com. That's move, T-O, nourish.com. And hey, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a review. That would be amazing. We'd love to get that feedback from you. If you're an Apple user, you can do that easily on Apple Pie Podcast. Super duper easy. If you're not, don't worry about it. We still want you. We still love you. And we want you here. Uh, share the podcast with your friends. You can click the link and share it that way. Anything that you can do to help spread this news and share this information with people who you think are interested would be awesome. So thank you so much for that. And last of all, if you are someone who is ready to dive into this work and you want my support, I am starting a brand new program in January 2022 called Breakthrough Pain in 90 Days or Less. And this is a program that comes with a satisfaction guarantee. I'm bringing everything I know to the table, plus some super high level support for three individuals only. There are three places only. So if you are ready to commit to your well-being, then this might be the right program for you. Uh, it's not a boot camp. <laughs> We're talking about less suffering, not more, less. Applications for this program will open December 10th, this Friday. So you can find a link for that in the show notes. You can also find out more information if you're on my mailing list. All these things are going to be linked in the show notes, so easy to access. And of course, you can find out all of this about more of this in my Facebook group, which you can join through a link in the show notes. At the end of the day, you can always just email me at molly at movetonourish.com. Have a great week. Thank you.